I think that's a good idea. Yeah. Oh, God. I already can't put it in my mouth, apparently. And things I can put on the internet forever. Actually, this is an episode of Furled Un. It's uh, it's a new thing. No, this is uh, this is an evening fancy with Reginald Twinklebottom. <laughs> Reginald Twinklebottom. Yes, and I will be Humphrey. Humphrey. Uh, yes, just Humphrey. <laughs> Humphrey. 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 You're Humphrey. you're your own law firm, Humphrey and Humphrey. And Humphrey, Humphrey H. Balderdash. There you go. That's good. Uh, nope. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Richard T. Poppycock. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I'll take and that it kind of works. <laughs> Richard T. Poppycock. I'll be Harold H. Dukington. <laughs> Harold Humphrey. What was your name again? Oh, I don't remember. Uh, no. That's that's at least well, 10 when, seconds when ago. When I'm not Humphrey, I'm Tal. I'm I'm Vox. I'm Roland. <clears throat> and uh, Adam's missing. Yep. And I'm Nigel. No. I'm right here. Adam died due to a tragic ear cleaning accident. Uh, an unfortunate ear he, cleaning he accident. He inserted the Q-tip too far. And by Q-tip, <laughs> he means my finger. I mean, Gross. They're kind of like Q-tips. Oh, can we can we not talk about <laughs> finger waxy finger Q-tips? Uh, did, then did you did you smell uh, my finger? Yes. Did you hear about? That awful blind dating experience? No. Yeah, the one where the one where the, the chick was not only super racist and really awful in most ways, like sitting by a bunch of cops and telling me she's got all these drugs in her bag, and then proceeds to stick her finger in her ear and goop around for a while and then take it off and just do the wipe from like the knee to the upper thigh. And I was just like, oh, yeah, just you like, just met the classiest fucking woman. Literally, didn't you? It was like touchdown <laughs> shitty day. <laughs> you're like, I didn't know so many bad qualities could exist in one person. You're sitting there and you're like, pull it up for him. Just nope. Yeah, yeah. we're done. Literally, my standards were in my brain going, ha, 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 uh, okay, all right, just puts this clipboard down. See y'all later. I just uh, get the fuck out of here. I just uh, opens the door, gets in a cab, fucking drives away. He's just like, I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah, that's my shift for the day. I have no overtime for me. Oh, yeah. He's just, yeah, you're just sitting there. He's like, well, I guess I'm not needed. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, you all see this, right? Everyone's seeing. Okay, good. I'm. I'm just gonna head out. I think you guys got this. I'm just gonna go. Just call over the cops and be like, "I think this one's your date for tonight." Yeah. <laughs> Ow! Ouch. Damn. Just grab the bag and be like, "Hey, check oh, it out." Man. Yeah. Hey, check it's, out all these cool drugs my not girlfriend it, has. It's sad how relevant that is. Um, <laughs> fucking. Oh man. Fucking. Yep. 
Fucking. I don't, I don't remember that Pokemon. Relevant to what? Yeah. You are, uh, you are the, correct, the, Roman. Like, right now with the cops. The gross conversations. The, oh. Yeah. Well, okay. Um, but fucking... I, fucking, I've been playing a lot of Pokemon Go right now. But I think most people have. I, yep. I have been. <clears throat> All you... And even the Windows Phone plebeian we have here has been playing Pokemon Go. <laughs> Remember, this wasn't by choice. <laughs> I mean, He's technically, it, it was a choice that you made. It was the cheapest choice. <laughs> it, he's his own technological gremlin, okay? He can't help it. I fucking... I hate electronics. You are your own technological gremlin. I hate gremlin. the HTC yes. naming structure. I hate HTC. I hate Windows I, Phone. I hate the Lumia 640. <laughs> I hate updating to Windows 10. I hate updating my Android phones. You know, we really could do a segment just Roland hates... I, I and hate it's just a segment on yeah, I hate trying to unlock my bootloader when my phone will not be recognized by my computer. I don't know why. Roland magic. And I hate I hate Peter Pan. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you as long as you end around with that, everyone's like, ah, okay, okay. Yeah. No I, so yeah, I um I don't, someone in the chat had asked how many Pokemon I have. The the app is currently loading. Which is it's uh, always loading. Yeah, which is pretty typical of the Pokemon Go app. Uh, uh, in, Pokemon in Crash. Constant... <laughs> the Pokemon Go Crash. And Crashamon Go, yeah. <laughs> Crashamon Go. Yeah, Pokemon eventually going to load. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, it's more no. annoying when you're out and about and you're like, oh, I just need to check this spot. It's... Pull it up and it just sits there and spins. It's like, yeah, instead of yep. Pokemon Go, it should be like Pokemon maybe later. <laughs> Pokemon, hold on. Pokemon eventually. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Wait. Hold on. Okay, okay. Wait. Now go. I currently have 54 Pokemon, and that is only including one double. Well, well you're, you're certainly on your way to catching them all. I slowly, <laughs> slowly but surely. Oh. Uh. Good old butt shirt. And it crashed. Ugh. I did manage to catch a Charmander, which I'm excited <laughs> about. Yeah, I need more Charmander. Uh, a level 205 Charmander, which I'm happy. Charmander. Can, can you just catch a Charmander at the beginning of the game? Y yeah, you do, but the only way to level them up is by catching more. And yep, you have to catch other of the same Pokemon. Yep. Which means Neat. for all of us up here in Canada, Stan, we. Uh, we we end up with uh, basically well at least here in fucking Calgary it's just drowsies. We have drowsies. Oh man, we have so many. <clears throat> that's what we get is drowsies, and that's not including the like pidgeys and weedles. Oh, no. yeah, fucking pidgeys and weedles are. <laughs> well, see if I could. F I haven't found a weedle yet actually, and I only just caught a drowsy today. Come it over. Was... I have <laughs> yeah. been yeah. catching drowsies at a rate of about ten a day. I like those odds. Per day! Hey, I mean, start... you'll have the best fucking drowsy around. I mean, yeah, I've already got two nine, level 900 hypnos and another level 409 drowsy, which I'm only seven candies away from fucking uh, evolving. Like, it's stupid okay. how many drowsies I have. Can I, can I just mention a recent... A recent Pokemon that just happened. Oh. Okay, what, I haven't. I haven't stopped laughing about this. So, a buddy of mine, um, he had mentioned to me 
what had happened where what happens sometimes when things like this go wrong other than you know like your typical stuff you don't really think about you know obviously people like walking in traffic and stuff yeah. like that because yeah. they're distracted yeah. so it's terrible to laugh at it's okay to hate me internet it's all right um so recently somebody was at the auschwitz memorial uh, museum and found a ghastly it's not planned it's no. just an unfortunate randomization <laughs> oh, oh that's brutal that is rough after after my friend told us this he just kept making like the best ghastly impression of the month. It's like, ooh, ghastly. <laughs> and I was just like, oh my God. Uh, why? There's, there's been a lot of stuff like that. It's been. The, you know what I'm getting sick of, though, is the number of like diglets being taken on people's crotch. Oh, that, yeah, God. That, that was that, tired before it started. Yeah, that got old real fucking fast. Neat. Yeah, yep. neat. You have a poke penis. Yeah, it cool. turns out people still don't want to see your dick. So <laughs> a poke penis, even when a it's cute, penis. round, and has eyes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> ew. <laughs> see, there you hey, go. Somebody don't. put googly eyes on a penis and send I, a picture. I, I mean, don't. Just, please don't. don't. Please don't send pictures. You know what? I would approve a googly eyed penis more than I would a diglet penis. A diglet penis. Oh, well, especially because oh. that means it goes in and out. Ah. Uh. <laughs> Is it a, is it an innie penis or an outie <laughs> penis? Maybe he's got a Doug Trio in there. Oh. <laughs> Isn't that cute? Another belly oh. button. Ah. Oh. Okay, I'm gonna close Pokemon Go now and Pokemon Bow podcast. Pokemon Bow. Pokemon Bow. Yep. So it's a sickness. What have you guys been up to? Anything? <laughs> they eat the poop. Anything interesting? I like I've... how that guy became a meme. That actually makes me that gives me hope for the world. Hey. What? Box is trying to say something. Not too late. It, it, never mind. Oh, you you were asking if we anyone had news. No, it's unimportant. You are, it wasn't no, what he, I was asking at all. He literally oh. never asked that. Oh. <laughs> you are quite literally the interrupting cow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he he was you, trying so. to show an interest in our personal lives. Yeah, oh. but Dick, fuck all of you. Well, well, no, fuck Tal. I mean, I'll be more than happy to tell you about my boring ass life. <laughs> yeah, my life has been pretty fucking boring the last little bit. Yeah. So I've been working. Me too. Tal's been playing WoW at work. Yeah, I've been playing World of Warcraft. I joined so, a guild last night in World of Warcraft. That was like the <laughs> highlight of my evening. Uh, oh, and in World of Warcraft, uh, I gained enough rep to become revered with one of the factions called the Saber Stalkers that I need to become revered in so I can fucking fly. That's fascinating. Yeah. And Adam's been going on terrible dates. <laughs> <laughs> just, re just really one. It was one, just one, one terrible one date. Really awful one. I, I'm, I'm conflicted on whether or not I would wish that upon myself. Only because they do make fantastic stories. <laughs> that's honestly, that's the best part. At of the same time, I dates. feel like I would be the wrong side of that kind of date. <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> just just sometimes. No, they, like there are times when I make like the dumbest decisions ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Now seems like a great time to just pick the fuck out of my nose. Right, probably right in front Unless of my you day. sit down and be like so are you gonna bone or what <laughs> like, uh, oh, i don't know they, they can't be much worse than than being immediately racist um being you know mentioning narcotics right next to like seven police officers See, and wiping and wiping 
face goo on your outfit. At least uh, I'm not fucking stupid enough to talk about a backpack full of drugs next to a cop. Yeah. Like, can, Jesus Christ, how I mean, stupid are you? Like, see, I always hope that I, I never... <laughs> actually, that reminds me of the fucking... On the Telegram chat that we had, the Alberta Furries, uh, not safe for work chat that we have going on. Um, fucking who was it? Uh, I think it was Callie was talking about the all those women bitching about Pokemon Go, like how it's this horrible thing, and like they basically I, just didn't get it. They're just being basically we being had two guys yelling at us for like five fucking minutes, like just walking down Seventeenth. They just wouldn't stop fucking yelling at us, really, until they were literally out of earshot. Wow. What were they yelling? Uh, they were making fun of us for playing Pokemon Go, calling us faggots, and then listed off like a surprising number of Pokemon to reference <laughs> how faggoty we were. Wow. It's, it's one of those self-referential, you don't quite understand what you've done. We yeah. just figured they were too mad because they couldn't afford smartphones. Yep. And Fucking... then we also ran into, like, seven other people playing Pokemon Go, and we all hung around 17th between two uh, checkpoints. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I was just, but she was talking about these uh, bitter old ladies, and I'm like, man, I really hope I never end up, like, that old and bitter. And then you realized you have to. Yeah, like, I, like... yeah, then I was like, wait a minute. No, I, <laughs> I'm actually that bitter. <laughs> I, I'm terrified to see what you're going to be like when you're, like, 80 years old. Oh, I am. Oh, my God. I'm going to be the fucking, like... You yeah. are going to be the racist bigot. <laughs> I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be the guy that like kids will look at and be like, "Fucking grandpa, holy shit!" <laughs> what You're the like, "What? Fuck? We you used know? to say this in the '90s." As as an 80 year old, your goal should not be to make Betty White look tame. And you're like, <laughs> yeah, and like grandpa, it's the new '90s. You're not allowed to say those things anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I hope I live till 2090. That would be amazing. Uh, Jesus. I, oh, I I'd mean, be a hundred fucking five. I'd be the kind of like racist old grandpa at that point where I'd be like telling not white people to like go hold the toys in front of cops and shit. Like, why don't you go hold the toy gun in front of a cop and people would be like, what the fuck? Actually, Dude. it's like Stan's grandpa. Yeah. You'd be Stan's grandpa. <laughs> yep, there you go. You've had a glimpse into your future. Uh, you would just go around begging for people to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> because you're too old, no one will do it. <laughs> I like walk into a fucking like just the you're like you're walking up to cops like pointing a toy gun at them. <laughs> <laughs> trying to get them to fucking shoot uh, and the cops are just like you know the cops are just laughing at you yeah they're like no you, you really shouldn't do that old man they they uh you know that's unsafe someone might mistake it for a gun that's the point you fucking asshole oh it'll be good walk into a ghetto and just be racist as fuck just you get know? laughed out yeah and they're just like man look at this old man like look at him just fucking like filming it, putting it on whatever that equivalent of YouTube is. I'd just be that guy. You would. You'll be that guy. You'd, I hope you're happy. You'll be the new Tourette's guy. Yep. So let's let's move on to news. Uh, Adam, do you have a news? I do have news. Have a news. I do have a news. Do you want me to go first? Yeah, we're going to go backwards today. All right. It's opposite day. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, we can say a not casting and say we're going Wittershins. 
Nobody <laughs> except for Notcast listeners knows what that means. Stop stealing things from Notcast. No, we're, we're gonna use a proper term and say counterclockwise. They're, they're they're more successful than us, so we have to uh, emulate them. We have to emulate them. And by emulate, <laughs> mean blatantly steal their, their catchphrases. I don't know. I, I've been given a beer for this podcast. I'd say I'm pretty famous. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. How to, I don't know how to tell you this, but uh, I'm kind of a big deal. All right, Adam, news. Ridiculous. All right, so speaking of Pokemon Go. Oh, God. So, uh, recently, so here, tell you what, let's paint a motherfucking picture, okay? You mean like that beautiful masterpiece we have on our whiteboard behind us here? Yes, it was mentioned, it's terrible, but it was mentioned the other week about a, a salad bar guard, and they said I should draw that. So I did. And he's very aggressive. I like he's clearly he's got, threatening this man like with a knife got, got because a he's had fucking, a second helping of salad. Yeah, I was going to say, that is a gigantic fucking Bowie knife they, that he's got they, there. They both kind of look like Cyclops. <laughs> Maybe they both are Cyclops. Yeah, Cyclops salad guard. This is the yeah. Cyclops salad bar? It is. It's the Cyclops salad bar. This is at... Uh, what is it? This is at uh, Cyclops uh, Fuddruckers or not? Not Fuddruckers. What was it? Mother Tuckers that Mo- we used to have here. Mother Tuckers. Yeah, we used to have Mother Tuckers. It was delicious. It was amazing. They had like four rooms of food. It was incredible. Mm. That's like my Graceland right there. That's what it was. Graceland. It was. We should do that meat thing again. Meat thing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All you can that eat. needs description. Yeah. No. Oh, all you can Bolero. eat. Meat yeah, boleros. Oh yeah, we, we should. We'll we should. It, we'll make an event of it. Brazilian meat. Because you usually have to. It's not a for, go, for, go, go for fun place. For a second, I thought you were going to say hot pot. And I was going to say, I have all the stuff to do hot pot. A pot <gasps> hot. We should do hot pot then. We should. Except we have to go to Edmonton and steal that old Asian guy's recipe for saute. Also, for all the fuckers that went to Edmonton and didn't bring back my radio. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. I, I mean, I didn't go to Edmonton, but. And I would have if I'd known it was there. Yeah, no, I actually posted to the uh, the furry chat. I'm like, hey, anyone going to Edmonton for New Year, for Canada Day? Love my radio. No response. All. I'm like, oh, okay. They could always mail it to you. All right, picture. It go. would cost like $50. <laughs> picture, go. Then buy a new radio. Anyway. <laughs> it, it also costs $50. Drive up to Edmonton and visit them. I'll have to at some point. Ta-da! All right, so picture. <laughs> okay, so imagine, you know, you got your cell phone out. You're uh, loading up Pokemon Go eventually. And you're sitting there waiting for the five to ten minutes for it to actually go, oh, hey, you know, oh, this is a thing that actually loads. And the game comes up and you're looking around, you know, you start exploring new areas that you've never been in. And then you realize you're in a crack house? No. No? No, no, no. You've already been in the crack house. Oh, and you found a couple of oh, Pokemon in there. As long as I'm not the only one on. who accidentally walked into a crack house. Yeah, you just you just got to move on after that. What you do, you know, you you find a little forest. You run into your microphone. You keep moving. <laughs> you slap yours. <laughs> um, you're so you're searching through the forest, and all of a sudden you see, oh, kind of like an old weird check, and you're just like, it says there's a Pokemon nearby, even though it's bugged. Somehow it's working. <laughs> when it eventually works, it's telling you there's a Pokemon in that direction. So you head to the shack, you open up the door, and it turns out that it's a secret military outfit. Oh, fuck. And you have AK-47s pointed at you. 
Oh, and, oh dear. And, and you may and you may poop and you may poop your pants. Okay, so <laughs> thankfully, <laughs> thankfully, that scenario didn't actually happen. However, this is exactly the reason why Russia and China are trying to ban Pokemon Go. And it hasn't been released in China yet or Russia for the for the sheer fact their their argument to fight it and and fans are fighting it hard. But their their main goal is to say that because American Google and Japanese Nintendo could use that to find their secret military oh, installments. Man. I mean, that's the stupidest. <laughs> How was this not a thing with Ingress? Well, that's just no one played Ingress. Um, I mean, I guess they just <laughs> never. Like... I, I, yeah, I mean, Pokemon Go has a crazy amount of popularity, but the chances of using that data that way is. I, I can't imagine it happening. Like, hmm, let's look at the, you know, buildings that people aren't allowed into. Well, let's let's just say that a uh, a member, uh, I believe he's uh, of the higher military in Russia, explained Pokemon Go as it's clearly Satanism. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like now, uh, now not only are you saying, well... What if we want to sneak attack people? Then they're going to know where all our secret military bases are. So that's bad enough already. But now you're dragging religion into it as well. Yeah. Uh, Just to say that we so, don't want this because we may have hidden weapons we don't want you to know about. So uh, actually, along the lines of religion, uh, that is not the first time I've actually heard uh, Pokemon in general being spoken about as like demonic and Satanist. Like it, I, I had an aunt. I think I've talked about her on the show, the, like, crazy fucking religion aunt. Everyone has their crazy religion aunt. Yeah, um, who... I surprisingly don't. ...basically banned Pokemon Go because devil worship and monsters and... See, you're it, catching demons. It doesn't surprise me because this argument comes up every time something popular happens that is not... Oh, what, what's the word? Filled with Conventional, crosses? yeah. You're, you're going to get the holy shit, it's Satanism. It happened with fucking Dungeons and Dragons, and that was before it became popular. Um, oh, it yeah. Happened, when, it's happened with every... Well, look at Harry Potter, right? Yeah, Harry yeah. Potter. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, it's happened with just other it, fantasy novels. Members of my family actually were... Uh, extended family were banned from reading Harry Potter because the witchcraft and then... Yeah. I got in trouble from my own parents for playing Dungeons and Dragons because devil worship and all that. And I mean, it's just, it's absurd. It's people arguing against something they don't really get. And they're using the only frame of mind they have to just reject everything. What? You mean people use religion to fill in gaps in their own knowledge and understanding? <gasps> Qua? Yeah. Yeah. It, it's almost as if uh, God of the gaps is actually how it works. But you, you got to think, though, that, like, there is way too many sketchy things. It's like that. It's like that to be continued. And you're like, well, now I just want to know more. So now when they're just like, they might find our secret military you <laughs> know, outfits. Now everyone's like, you have secret military bases. Yes, that's exactly. So that they're digging their own fucking grave. Yeah. <laughs> See, if you had just not said anything, no one would have been like, you mean you can just walk to them? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, you do mean, you mean they're close by? <laughs> yeah, you mean you can just walk to them and they're in a shed? Yeah, like yeah. 
you can accidentally stumble across them in the normal course of duty. Yeah, that's interesting. They, I think it's they probably gave around. more away about their secret bases by releasing that commercial than yeah. they well, ever and, would have just and, shutting up. And even then, it's like if if this scenario would have happened. All the Russian government needs to do is move that one base. Yeah. Because honestly, how many are actually going to be found? And even then, it's like all you need is that one fucking guy at the military base to load up the app and look and check if well, there's a fucking node or something nearby. Well, here's the thing. If there's a node nearby, it's because someone submitted it. Yeah. Right. The the database that they use is all user submitted um, locations. Yeah. Right. None none of it was was uh, scraped. None of it was at least for because you're yeah. using the original database off Ingress. Right. Yeah. So these are all you know unique areas that were submitted by people. So if you know your base has something unique about it that's uniquely identifiable, someone at your base went and took a picture of it and sent it to Google already. Yeah. yeah. It's not very secret. Well, and <laughs> and that's the thing too is is like you know even if it was. And Niantic has already been on board with in uh, it's either Japan or China to get. Uh, yeah, it, I think it's China to get all the McDonald's. Uh, loaded. Uh, is it Japan? It's Japan to get every McDonald's made a uh, Pokestop or something. Yeah, um, I thought it was yeah, China. It, it would be Japan Well, because um, China's boycotted trying to boycott it. Right. So. Well, the Chinese government is Chinese McDonald's. Well, no. But. Um, <laughs> Uh, but that's the thing is like, if McDonald's can contact Niantic and be like, Hey, can we turn these things into Pokestops? I'm pretty sure one of the governments of the largest superpowers on earth can contact Niantic and be like, Hey, can you maybe make these locations not Pokestops? Thank you. Thanks. Please don't. I'm surprised more businesses haven't been trying. Cause I mean, like the place I work has four Pokestops in a gym on premise yours too eh and it's weird because it's all private property you can't just walk into my workplace right yeah same same with work there are four yeah plus as so, yeah plus a gym right so i understand like for the people there it's great but it's going to have people coming down the street and just wandering into property and wandering around and it's not safe no right or smart it used to be a retail store though but now you need key cards, so they can't just walk in there. Yeah, and that that is an extension of a of a different problem where people. But it's awesome. For there are us. lots of people who have been sort of violating private property <clears throat> to go and find Pokemon. Yeah, like I I come to work and just like I I turn early, drive by the first Pokestop, and then I do a bit of a U turn, and then I drive by the second Pokestop, <laughs> and then I drive by the third Pokestop, and then I'm at work. Yeah, it it. See, I like it because it means I have Pokestops at work, and I just I, wish I, I worked on a break. I wish I worked closer to the Pokestops because I get to look at my map, where like it's almost like a literal party that everyone's happening that everyone's having when they drop a lure. Yeah, yeah. next to the checkpoint that I'm yeah. like two hundred feet See, away from. At least you're not like me, where I work in a fucking barren wasteland. <laughs> You do nothing. You're in the Muffin. middle of like an industrial sector. Get nothing. There is nothing anywhere near me. You it's you stupid. traded it for WoW at work. Yeah. Live with the consequences. Yeah, you get to play a different game at work. Yeah. See, I just realized, I don't think I've ever seen a lure go off at any of my Pokestops. I need to go out there, drop one, and then just like take names of who comes out 
Yeah, I, I've got a I've got a friend that is within like working distance of the Pokestop, oh, so he just bastard. sits at his desk and Poke stops all day. Yep, lucky uh, fucker. Yeah, that's amazing. I I can see why they have a concern, but it's way too late. Yeah, it's a yeah. bit of a yeah. it, it's far concern. it's far enough that I can't just like step out for a second, swipe, and then walk back. It's like a ten minute walk. Yeah, I have to actually like go down an elevator and walk outside. So. Our, our campus is large. Yeah. To get to the nearest one, I have to make a five-minute drive. Hooray! Lucky guy. Yeah. That's why you make a bring and lunch. Which is why you just play there. WoW at work. Yep. Anyway. Rorant, you have a thing, too. Yes, I do have a thing. My thing's really short but funny, so uh, I'll do mine last. All right. Let's, let's get past all the bullshit that I have open here. Um, <clears throat> so, in Florida. Of course it of, happened of in, course. Florida. Ah, in Florida. Florida. Florida man. Florida Unarmed man. black man shot trying to help his autistic uh, charge. The, uh, the this this autistic child had gotten out of the facility that he was being you know taken care of, and had a toy truck and was just playing in the middle of the road. Oh, oh good. okay. I mean that's where trucks go, but uh, I, I, yeah, so where he, children go. He had the right idea, I guess, but. Yeah, uh, police had gotten reports that a person was threatening to shoot themselves and uh, were surrounding the kid. And this this guy, the um, the caretaker, uh, there there is a very short clip of him laying on his back, communicating to the police officers that he is a caretaker. He is here to pick up this autistic child. He is holding a toy truck. And he's like full on his back, arms out behind him, legs out front. He's trying to comfort the child as well, who is also obviously confused. And they shoot three times, hitting him in the leg once. What the fuck? What? And no, really, what the fuck? Apparently, when the guy got shot, he said, sir, why did you shoot me? And what? the police officer responded, I don't know. <laughs> what? Wow. Wow. Oh, Please tell me charges have been laid. Like, uh, it doesn't even say. They're not releasing the name of the officer. Obviously, some investigation will happen and we'll see what actually happens. Okay. Yeah, so, holy shit. This is part of like what I was saying the other episode when I'm like, you know, is there a problem in the police force? Oh, obviously, there is a problem. A huge problem. Yeah. There is a this huge is fucking problem. problem. Big, and, big issues. And, well, like the big biggest thing for but me. But it's with these shitty cops. Is yeah. yeah. Well, the biggest thing for me is that, uh, like, I, I've been looking into the police thing uh, for a while, and the biggest problem that they have is there is no actual discipline. In the police forces. No, it's absolutely yeah. ridiculous. Um, like, that's the thing is for me, it's like a police officer to me, in my mind, if you shoot somebody, like you should be held accountable the same way a civilian would. Right. Yeah, so it if sense. it's it, like basically if the officer's life was not in danger or had reason to believe he was a, had he was a, a, a facing an imminent threat. You cannot use force. You can't. No, you, you just can't. Uh, you know, and like that said, you know, if you're up against a guy who's obviously being threatening, 
obvious, like a pro, like stepping closer, not following instructions, not getting down on the ground. Has you know, a weapon. Has or even like doesn't necessarily have to be out. But if you suspect he has a weapon and he makes a sudden movement to reach for something, you know that in my mind, that's enough that you could probably shoot him and it wouldn't. You, you know like this, anything where you can defend where a civilian could defend self-defense yeah this is a very good argument for like actually forcing police officers to wear cameras yeah assuming yeah. that the video footage is actually used to I, uh, to defend the yeah, civilians right? like well defend th- either both or parties yeah yeah to be the impartial bit of evidence as opposed to, well, we don't see what he did wrong. And, and like the big problem comes down to cronyism. It really does. It comes down to the police officers going, we're looking after yeah. our own kind of thing. Yeah. Well, you also like there is no going back once you've tattled on a police officer. Yeah. Like no, they will fucking wreck you. Yep. And like, that's the thing is that's why to me it's, it's gotta be some kind of national law right where it's going to be like you know what the police officer no your name gets released you don't get to go we're not releasing his name your name is released yeah you almost need like a judicial third party yeah because to oversee which well gets tough right because that's the thing is like i see this right what happens right let's just throw this out there woman accuses a man of rape okay what happens Woman's name is not released. Man's name is released. The suspected criminal's name is released. That's how that works. Why in this case is the police officer's name not released? Not released right? He's been accused of a crime. Like what he did is criminal. Right? Like, there's really no defending it. So why is the name not released? Yeah. And it's a systemic problem. We it see is. it everywhere. So for me in my mind what i think needs to happen is that in these cases name gets released i mean if you like if the dude needs to move well fucking you shot a guy like i don't blame people for not maybe not wanting to live near you kind of thing you like you shot a guy maybe you shouldn't have a badge and a gun you know obviously you are not capable of making those kinds of decisions under that kind of pressure honestly i think i think something needs to happen in the way of like Like, maybe a name the name gets released is not a bad idea i also think that after that after that point they need to go through like a year of rehabilitation like pushing papers so let's like give me give me your gun give me your badge give me everything you are now working in the office or you're working in dispatch or you're doing something else because you are no longer until you've reached your rehabilitation period of learning how to deal with this stuff and going through what you need to go through to understand that when you go out there, you can't use lethal force against fucking everyone. Yep. And then a slow, a slow kind of, you know, insertion back into being on the beat, right? Like there's no, there's no just like, Oh, you shot a guy. Okay, well, there's going to be stuff, but you still get to be a regular cop. Yeah, no. As long as you're under investigation, you shouldn't have a gun. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, th- I think ultimately, like, <clears throat> I'm really kind of a big fan of the, the whole concept that all police officers should wear surveillance. And like, the other something thing to keep them accountable. And that surveillance that, also that needs to be... That evidence should never be allowed to be withheld. Yeah, that yes. ev- the, the surveillance, in my mind, the surveillance like, evidence oh my God, that needs be illegal to be as public fuck. record. Yeah. It, like, it absolutely should be. The fact that a, like, a 
fucking uh what's it a police station can fucking withhold video fucking evidence of a situation destroy it lose it or do whatever with it no immediately when something like that happens it gets turned over to like to a court yeah like that's the thing is it needs to be a public record and like you know that's the thing is like i've said this before too like i don't have anything against cops specifically right because you know i've had i have friends who've wanted to be cops uh, honestly we're canadians we don't really know what shitty cops are like um well i mean we, we know even, what shitty cops are like but we don't know what yeah. these shitty cops are like yeah i i mean i grew up in a we town are where white where, bread like fucking cracker yeah, ass canadian I, motherfuckers well, i grew up in a town where there was a cop that everybody in my high school knew sold drugs after catching people basically he'd catch you confiscate your weed and then he'd go to another town and sell it we all knew um, wow yeah um but they're I, you know i don't have a problem with cops as people i understand the job is very high stress it's very hard you know when you're dealing with situations day in day out especially in the bigger cities you know where literally every call could result in your death um you know that it, it wears down on mm-hmm. you um and it becomes hard to know and be able to tell the difference between when you need to pull out your gun and when you don't right and even then like i i've seen the videos of uh there was a very vocal uh activist against police violence and the police what they did i actually really like what they did they invited him down for swat training um uh, and they put him through some scenarios where basically it was you know it, it's like you're given a call on their training ground and you have to go to it and you have to deal with that situation. And there's a person there and they, you know, basically you have to choose, you're given like a gun with uh, like a little fake bangness, like a cap gun kind of thing. Yep. And uh, you have to go and his training exercise was shoot or don't shoot. Right. That's what his entire exercise is based around. So the thing that a lot of people are talking about right now, this whole, should the police have shot him? Um, and what happened was uh, he, you know, the, he basically he goes to this call. He's given the information, same as he'd get from a 911 call. And he ended up fucking up most of the time. Shot an unarmed guy twice and got shot a bunch of times, too, by people that he thought were unarmed. So, it, and like, that's the thing is, it, you know, unless you've been through the police training and, and, and you understand what they're up against, it's really hard to just, you know, say, oh, you should have done this. You should have done that. You should have done this. Like well, hindsight's twenty twenty every and, time. Yeah, everyone can be a, an armchair critic, right? You can yeah. look at a situation from the side and say, um, you know, all, and, th- but all that said with the high stress, high risk nature of the job and the need to make split second life or death decisions constantly. You need to also be mentally prepared and capable to make those kinds of decisions. Yeah. Right. And if you are not the kind of person who can do that, then you shouldn't be a beat cop. Like you shouldn't be, you know, pointing guns at people on the street. You know, like I get that it's hard, but to do the job, you have to be able to handle it. Right. It's like a firefighter carrying someone out of a fucking building is hard. 
if you can't, maybe don't be a firefighter. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's just that's the job requirement. Mm, yeah, I remember. <laughs> Sorry, you you have you have just reminded me about like fucking equal rights people. To like, I can't lift fifty pounds and I can't be a firefighter. Fucking everyone is fat phobic. Well, yeah, and it's like the same thing. It's like the the job requires certain things. Police officers requires a very specific mental state. Thing is, like that that cop you describe in Estevan, he may have been an asshole. He didn't. He shoot wasn't people. a murderer. Yeah. yeah, he didn't shoot people. And I think it definitely comes down to things like yeah, training. Maybe should be be reanalyzed. I definitely think I, I like the idea of um, of recording all the time. We're getting there just based on cell phone use, but yeah. Um, but yeah, I understand it's a high stress, high difficulty area, and I don't know. Maybe we need to sit down and rethink how that works because I don't think we have for a long time. No, no, we haven't. Yeah. And it, it's one of those scenarios where I don't necessarily know what the answer is. No, it's not. It's definitely not a sit down and go this one. Yeah, it, it's something that's going to have to take some long time and probably you know, <laughs> unlike the four of us, some actual experts sitting down and going, <laughs> okay. How do we make this not a volatile situation anymore? Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know how to deal with the problems. And, like, it's other statistics, too. Like, uh, uh, there was one out of New York where it said that 5% of the police force is responsible for 80% of the complaints. Yeah. Which... That, that's a huge number still. Yeah, and that makes no sense to me. And it's like, so obviously there's these cops that are ruining it for fucking everybody. Yeah. Um. And, and, you know, obviously there's a race issue and, you know, it, it's like this guy is laying on the street. Yeah. And like I saw, oh, Hey, we're back to the article. Yeah. Uh, he was, he was just lying there. Yeah. Arms, arms up, hands open, like straight up, not threatening, nothing he possibly could have done. Yeah. yeah. And yet he still got shot. And there's Wait. an autistic child just sort of sitting with the truck right next to him. Just being a, being autistic. Yeah. I, I yeah, ridiculous. It's stupid. It's sad. And I mean, I mean, I want to say that it kind of pollutes the discussion, but the thing is, it it really doesn't because this is this is exactly the scenario that we're talking about. This wasn't like late at night, some guy with his hands in his hoodie pockets or something. No, it wasn't was, an ambiguous situation. This right? is a guy blatantly laying on yeah. the street. And he got shot. And honestly, I hope he does his best. I really hope he can bring charges against them. I do. I I think that is what needs to happen. Well, the fact that it's just like, why did you shoot me? I don't know. Yeah. That's. And, you know, it's like, I, I kind of feel bad in a way for the first cop that gets hit and makes, gets made an example of, because, you know, they got families to take care of too, but you shot a guy. Yeah. Like time to, time to understand what that means you can't hide behind your badge exactly but that's that's why i suggest the rehabilitation period yes yeah. yeah because if they're no longer out on the beat but they can yeah. still provide for their family while under investigation and while they like you take that power away from them and now they understand there's actual severe consequences, consequences yeah but they're at least is still allowed to provide for their family because that just causes more stress stress and bullshit and stuff and you know what people fuck up yeah. shooting a guy's a bit much but people fuck up. Yeah. Okay. So give them the benefit of the doubt, but you just need to remove I'm, them out of that stress and have them somewhere else for a while to cool down and figure out if this is really where they want to be and what they want to do. Yeah. And, uh, and like, I mean, 
I'm really glad that this guy didn't end up fatally wounded. Yeah, like, thank goodness it was only, uh, he was what, shot in the, the leg? Like, yeah, in the leg. I mean, I, like, yeah. I hope he makes a full recovery, and I hope the police force pays him out. I, yeah. I like, I hope he gets something because, like, this—that's just stupid. Um, but it, it, it's like I, I don't—I don't know. Maybe mandatory psychological review that the cops can't just shrug off as I'm fine. Like, you need to go through an actual full-blown psychological test. Yep. Like every few months or something to make sure that you're, you know, you're stable. Well, and that's like, sort of what I was suggesting too, right? You need that that judicial third party yeah which has been talked about before and it's it's another huge issue um i don't know yeah it's not not an easy thing to answer that's for sure uh the guy I, I, in this specific situation i do think that the this cop does need to face actual charges you know like you know assault with a deadly weapon because that's what this was uh i mean it could even be you know attempted murder I'm I'm just gonna pretend that's what's going to happen. Yeah. yeah, we'll we'll have to keep an eye on it. Yep, and and see what ends up happening. So yeah, I don't know. I I don't know what the answer is. It's a shitty shitty situation, and of course it came out of Florida. <laughs> of course, I, yeah, it came out of Florida. <laughs> of course it came from Florida. I mean, like that that is really the only like the consoling all, point here. The it all makes sense. is that yeah. Yeah. yeah, is that it happened in Florida and not one of the civilized states? <laughs> <laughs> Ouch! <laughs> not one of the civilized oh, no, shots states. fired. Oh, no, it's true. the The amount of shit that comes out of Florida is yeah. is pretty and, staggering. And I don't know, maybe like, Fark had a Florida tag for years. Me and like I understand that I'm probably you know pretty biased with the whole cop thing because, like you said, I grew up in a you know I haven't had to deal with the shit cops. So I just generally assume that most cops are half like, decent people. Well, yeah, we, we assume that, and maybe we've that's also, a mistake. We we have barely grown up in poverty. Yeah, yeah. like you certainly haven't. No, I no. don't think you have. No, I'm not sure about Adam. No, my no. my family was not well off, not impoverished. Yeah, no, I like the middle. Yeah, I, ground, yeah. a, a, a few of my friends grew up like pretty, lower pretty middle fucking class, poor, but even they didn't lower have middle to class it. at worst. No, well, a couple of my friends grew up, you know, trailer park poor, and you also lived in Estevan. Yeah, um, trailer park poor was still like, hey, I, I'm sure that was still a decent. No, living. I mean, like, had to decide between power and food, kind of. Okay, yeah, that's um, pretty bad, but. Like we've never lived that kind of a life. Yeah, and even they never really dealt with this. So, like, I, and it's as somebody that you know can afford like a dress shirt and a razor, I've never had to worry about cops. Yeah, except for cops that just thought that we were shithead little teenagers. Yeah, crossing the border. <laughs> and I, I also, I don't know if like my experience with police, even being with. You know, like my poorer, shitty neighborhood, like literally think, some of the areas they grew up in. Like if you've seen an episode of Trailer Park Boys, like that's not fucking far off. Like kind the, of the most we've had to worry about racial profiling is traveling with Mexican looking people. That <laughs> did actually happen. Uh, but it uh, wasn't us. Yeah, we got pulled over at the border. Uh, because we were traveling with people who See, and, both and not looked just, Mexican and had typical Mexican names. And not just once. <laughs> we've done this multiple times. Yeah. Like, and traveling with anyone that isn't white is not a good thing. Yeah. 
when, when you're crossing, you're crossing the, border, the border, when you're crossing yeah. the border into the States, they, uh, <laughs> they definitely profile. Uh, but it, I don't know. I, I don't know if my experience with the cops is typical of Canada or if it's just typical of the areas that I grew up in, but I haven't had any. And like I said, I just tend to assume cops are half decent people. It's really hard to think that though, when you have people shooting people laying on the fucking ground. Yeah. No, it, it, or that one. I don't know if you saw that video uh, of that guy who got shot in the car with his girlfriend. And his girlfriend was recording. If you saw that, no, I didn't see that one. Oh my god! Um, so the cop asked the guy to get his ID, and he reached in his like a jacket pocket, or I, I like he reached to get his ID. And the Ooh. cop shot him and oh killed him right in front of his girlfriend. And his girlfriend's like recording the whole time, like freaking the fuck out. You can hear the cop in the background losing his mind, you know, like, you know, just fuck, fuck. I told him not to move. I told him not to fuck, you know. Wow. Yeah, it, it's a brutal video to watch. If you want to feel unclean for a few days, uh, give that one a watch. No, I already feel unclean. Yeah, I'm good. Um, so, you know, it, it's like I see shit like this and it, I like I said, if you are not mentally capable of making life or death decisions in a split second on a regular basis, probably don't be a cop. Probably just don't do that. Yeah. You know, and it, it's like I have seen the effect that the criminal justice system has on families. I grew up in it. Right. And when you deal with terrible people day in and day out. It fucks with your perception of the world in ways that are hard to define. You know, it, it it messes with you. So as a police officer, it's like I said, maybe mandatory psychological evaluations on a regular basis. You know, not just after a situation, but like regular basis to make sure that they're not turning into terrible, terrible, jaded, whiskey drinking, lone wolf cop on the edge from the <laughs> movies sort of scenario mm-hmm. agreed okay we've got we're not that went yeah. off in a bit um yeah. let's uh let's move on to something that's a little bit less um less yeah. sad let's let's go to japan i okay. like japan everyone else likes japan japan is a happy place it it's a place of it's mm. that place you go where you know that thing you don't think actually happens it probably happens in japan i just oh, thought japan. of two of the worst possible things that happened in japan when you said that <laughs> sure <laughs> so fukushima was like five years ago yep uh we're, Just, we're trying to get to happy yeah, news you're, you're ruining my happy oh japan okay. the, oh they're the, also the, horrific xenophobes is it, is it weird for me to <laughs> so is it weird of me to, to think of japan as like the disneyland of the world no that that is probably not a bad way to think of it um it's like it's like that place where you go where the impossible happens on a regular basis so in japan if you haven't if if you're not like me a japanophile and pay attention to it a lot they love animals like love them there are things for animals there all over the place there's a a fox village which is literally just this place overrun with native foxes funny island Um, there's uh yeah bunny island there's cafes for a whole bunch of different kinds of animals kitty cafes cat cafes are actually so popular in japan they're bleeding out into the rest of the world yep you know they do they're doing the pokemon thing right now um so 
But animal spas, I mean, we have them all over the place here. They're all over the place in Japan. There's a, a new kind opening up that offers some uh, some unique features. Okay. So you don't know what an animal spa would be. It's, you know, it's like a spa for humans. You, you take your pet in, they get groomed, they get pampered, right? Usually fed something very nice. Well, the D, and I don't know how this is intended to be pronounced, but it's D plus Karishima Spa, offers not only the uh, most, you know, fancy of dog pampering treatments and spa treatments for both humans and pets. So you can get pampered while your pet gets pampered. Uh, They've offered a new service where they will actually bring your dog in with you, sit you down in a room, and a Shinto priest will come and exercise your dog. Not running around the park like remove evil spirits. Oh (laughs) my god. And, uh, And yeah, apparently it's it's really popular right now for this place so yeah they'll go in um you actually get dinner included uh they'll sit you down they'll do a full you know exorcism ceremony for your pet to clear it of evil spirits to give it you know good health and good fortune for the future you see people do this for their house and stuff all the time um and yeah it's uh it's apparently popular enough that an entire spa is doing it regularly they have they actually have a shrine in the hotel that does the spa now specifically for these events um it's not cheap it, it takes about half an hour and it's about 430 dollars holy for, uh, for a, my god for a 30 minute treatment that is more expensive than the mas- than the hour-long massage that i thought was expensive <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so if if you're having problems with your your pet and you think you might be i don't know possessed of evil spirits um it looks like there are soon going to be places you can take them um, oh my god i probably would do it just to have the experience and let people know hey i got my dog exercised and let them think they know what they're talking about that's you know what that's good you know what i i think i have a uh mm. the first customer for uh for this current cafe actually there's a cat at home that commonly wails like a fucking banshee <laughs> and i do believe he's probably possessed you, you so. think i should fly oliver over to japan to get him exercise yes almost <laughs> indefinitely i mean so i mean i see shit like this and my first reaction is like what the fuck are you serious and then i'm like you know if i was a dog <laughs> I would probably want the owner that's willing to take me to a fucking exorcist over the guy who just throws stakes out into his backyard. I think keeps you chained up your, yeah, I think it's great. Cause it means like the, the people who own the spa are obviously thinking maybe not necessarily the most clearly, but they want the pets to have a good, healthy experience. Yes. And the thing is like, I can't complain too hard about somebody wanting to take good care of their pet. Maybe exercising is more of a metaphor. (laughs) Like, and the thing is, it's meant for health, right? It's meant to clear bad spirits out of you so that, you know, you're going to be healthy for the rest of your life. It is the same thing that people will do with brand new homes, right? When you buy a house, you bring a shinto priest in to clear out the bad the sage leaf thing yeah right yeah it's not this isn't like it's exorcism unusual... of emily rose <laughs> situation <laughs> splash water on it. They, they tie the dog down <laughs> and the power of christ compels you and... oh oh that, that would be awful yeah, it's, it's more of like a more of like a exorcism light yeah well yeah, they, diet they, exorcism what i'm going to assume is like i said it's one of those things where they have the burning sage leaf and they do the prayer and yeah yeah well it's always been fairly again it's a, it's a um, regular ritual kind yeah. of thing there there i've seen similar things and they're they're pretty tame 
So it's and it's it's funny because like I see this and I realize it's more for the owner than it is for the pet. Probably again, (laughs) it's it's the same as any of these places that'll you know give your fuck you give your cat the fucking lion cut and shit. Yeah, no, no one gets the lion cut in their cat because the cat's healthier for it. (laughs) That's not what it's about. Cats don't ask for that. (laughs) Yeah. Cats would tell you no if they could. <laughs> uh, but yeah, some of them uh, can, which is scary. So no, um, no, 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 think, no, no. I think then with with that little humorous break. By the way, if you go and look at the article, the dog picture they've got for this 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 spa looks fucking off his rocker stoned. Oh really? Yeah, it's probably all the sage leaf. It, it probably is. Like, yeah, man. Um, but you, yeah, do let, it, you do you, man. Just burn more, whatever that other shit was. Let's uh, let's cut to car here for a bit. Yes, and uh, we'll be back in one car length of episode. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Car, and I'm back. So I missed you all. Uh, was away last week. Uh, thank you very much for suffering through without me. Uh, I kid, but. I'm back. And of course, as always, the news never, ever fails to provide material. So in this last week, we have the Republican National Convention. Thank you, American Election, for providing me all of the bits for my segments. How much longer do we have for your election? Oh, God. Okay. <sighs> well, in the uh, the National Convention here, it is now, of course, official. Trump is now officially, officially, as opposed to just sort of presumptively, the leader and candidate for the Republican Party for the President of the United States. Okay, now that we've settled that, what else happened? So the Republican National Convention, of course, where they all actually sit down and officially say, this is what our platform is going to be for the general election in November. This is what we're going to get elected on. This is what we're going to have our people uh, vote on or uh, have their people vote for us on, everything like that. And this is also where you uh, walk out all of these celebrities and all of these major members of the party, uh, donators, uh, everything like that. And they all give speeches and say what a great guy the candidate is and how it's going to be great when he's president uh, or she, because this is 2016. um, And you're going to go out and talk about all this stuff. And basically, it's just a big circle jerk for the party. But anyway... Uh, of course, one of the big parts of this is you have all of the former people people who used to be candidates for the presidency during the primaries saying, yep, no, this is great. It's been a great race. So this is the guy we've picked, and this is the guy we're going to stand behind, even though most of these people said in a million years they would never support a Trump presidency, but they want to be in power, so it's okay, and principles are for the weak. Uh, okay. So, of course, we have all these people that are being uh, going out. And the first big thing that happened in the first big speech was Melinda Trump, uh, of course, Donald Trump's wife, going and giving this great speech and talking about how awesome it was and how American they were and how incredibly great it was for all of these, you know, kids to have nutrition. And hold on a second. So as it turned out, a whole bunch of pieces of Melinda Trump's speech were actually almost word for word ripped off from another uh, presumptive first lady's speech. Uh, back in 2008, uh, a lady by the name of Michelle Obama gave a speech to the Democratic National Convention after her husband, Barack Obama, a guy you might have heard of, was uh, elected as the Democratic candidate for president. 
Um, and again, it's really, really weird, too, because a lot of the stuff that Michelle Obama talked about in that speech that was then ripped off is all the really like specific stuff that even before uh, she became first lady, she was really, really big on, uh, like with uh, kids nutrition and kids health and things like that, and then just built upon since she's become first lady. So it made absolutely no sense whatsoever for Melinda Trump, who, I mean, again, I will totally admit I am not as familiar with her credentials um, in what she's done up to now beyond beyond Donald Trump's arm. Uh, so, I mean, for all I know, she could care about that stuff. But again, when you're going to have a I mean, I mean hell, if you're going to plagiarize, at very least, don't plagiarize from another uh, presidential candidate's wife. And you sure as heck don't plagiarize one who's been as popular as Michelle Obama. Um, it's actually been quite amusing because in the wake of this, you've had the speechwriters uh, who made her speech going, oh, that, that was, a, that was a, an innocent mistake. It was uh, – or coincidence. Uh, hmm. Uh, and then you've got uh, other prominent members of or, – or staffers or media experts all trying to uh, defend this and everything like that. And a really amusing thing came out of it, uh, a little twist on what's called the Chewbacca legal defense, the Chewbacca defense. Uh, so the Chewbacca defense, I had to look this up is basically when you obfuscate and confuse your opponent until they basically just give up because they have no idea what you're talking about anymore. Uh, except it's got a variant of it now, the Twilight Sparkle defense. Uh, legitimately, you had Republican people, Republican uh, staffers going on national news using Twilight Sparkle as some sort of a defense to the point that uh, this, got win or this got caught wind of by Tara Strong, uh, who is the actress, of course, who voices Twilight Sparkle in My Little Pony, uh, stating, and this is adorable, and I do encourage you to go look it up on her Twitter, stating that plagiarism is, in fact, not magic. Weirder things have happened, uh, I guess. I, again, I can't make this up. Uh, another big uh, one we had at the Republican National Convention was uh, Rudy Giuliani, who used to be the mayor of New York City, uh, going and talking about how it's so important that they all stand behind Trump and make sure that he gets elected because they need a Republican back in office because things have been terrible under Obama and there was never any domestic terror attacks while Bush was president. Hold on. Hang on, when did 9-11 happen? Uh, okay. All right, so 2001 uh, and... Clinton was president until 2000, so if I divide by 2, carry the 7, and... Oh, that's right! Bush was president! A Republican! During 9-11! You know, that thing that Giuliani can't get through two sentences without citing... <sighs> now, there was one notable exception, though, to the entire uh, thing, where... One member of the Republican Party who went up and gave uh, his speech did not, in fact, fall in complete lockstep behind Trump. And given the history between the two people, that doesn't surprise me. Now, again, the Trump presidency or the Trump campaign was so concerned with this gentleman that uh, they vetted his speech beforehand and screened it very, very heavily. Uh, and it actually got the personal approval from Trump before he was allowed to speak, because apparently that's a thing you can do. Um, and yet he still did not actually endorse Trump. The man I'm talking about is Ted Cruz. And I'm actually going to say this. Good job, Ted. I legitimately, while I may never have ever supported the idea of you being president or in fact wielding any more power than the remote control on your TV at home. Good on you for actually standing up to Trump and saying what a and basically saying what a terrible idea this is. Now, he didn't go so far as to outright decry Trump in the speech he gave. 
And I actually have no idea if the speech that he gave is actually the one that Trump vetted. For all I know, he could have pulled a completely different piece of paper out of his jacket pocket. However, uh, while he did say congratulations to Trump on winning the candidacy and like basically the first line of his speech, he never again mentioned Trump's name once. And he did not give any sort of official endorsement of the man. Um, later, when he was uh, criticized about this and decried for this, he ba he blatantly stated, I am not going to fall in line behind Trump like some subservient puppy. Again, good on you, Cruz. And this goes into my just my general thing, this basically this whole thing. And it's it's been a theme of my segments for a while, of course, is the think for your fucking self. Get your own sources, form your own bloody opinion uh, with legitimate knowledge and legitimate facts and sources and just even thinking for yourself and what you know about the world and what you honestly do believe. Because again, while I do not support Cruz's principles, I am good that he is actually sticking to them. Unlike every other Republican in the United States right now, who until very recently had said, I will never support Trump. I will never stand behind him because he's a terrible, terrible candidate. And yes, he is. And I get it. You guys want to be back in power. Of course you want to be back in power. Everyone wants to be back in power because that's the great American way. Eagle cry, flags and fireworks, and all of those things. Probably throw a Statue of Liberty in there somewhere. Uh, but at least Cruz has had the balls to actually say, no, this is, this is, this is bad. I'm not going to just follow the man blindly because uh, democracy, which, again, as I've discussed before, the problem being that occasionally people will pick something that you think is completely ridiculous. Um, you know, we're not, I'm not going to fall behind this guy, and I'm not afraid to say that. So, again, he may have just completely ousted himself from the Republican Party, whatever, at this point, the entire thing is a gong show anyways. But even with all of the other things that are coming out of, they say, the platform, coming out of all this other stuff, they... Things that a lot of people, honestly, if they just sat down and thought about it, would probably not reasonably support. Of course, because it's the Republican Party. It's the grand old party. And of course, we have to support it because Democrats are bad. Uh, anyway. And it, it, it just comes up to that, that whole idea of just doing what you what you're going to do, and like calling out your leaders when they're doing stupid things or calling out uh, people for actually. No, why are you thinking like that? Uh and, you know, being able to, to do that and actually say that, like, this this is a bad idea. Uh, just one of the things that happened in this last week uh, was this happened in Turkey, basically, is enough members of the military decided, no, our government is being ridiculous and we are going to put a stop to this. Uh, now, this is actually apparently something that is enshrined in the Turkish constitution. Uh, so for those of you, again, who have no idea what I'm talking about, last week there was a, an attempt of a military coup of the government of Turkey. It failed rather spectacularly, and now the president of Turkey, um, Erojin, is busy rounding every, everybody up, and that part kind of sucks. But there was at least a segment of, of the military in Turkey that decided to actually follow their job, uh, because in the Turkish constitution, it is apparently actually enshrined in there that it is the responsibility of the military if they feel that the government is becoming too dictatorial uh, or is drifting too far from their secular, uh, their non-religious roots, that they're supposed to do something about it. And sections of the uh, the Turkish military decided that they should. Uh, it failed, as I mentioned, uh, because obviously not nearly enough of them thought that way. 
But it's at least, again, showing that having those principles to be able to say, no, look, this is, this is not going the way that it should be. This is not something that we should be accepting, and we need to do something about this. And again, I'm not exactly saying an, or supporting armed revolt or assassination or anything like that, not by a long shot. Uh, I still do abhor violence as a form of political change. But being able to just stand up and call out somebody on being ridiculous, being able to call out somebody, and God knows that if Trudeau starts doing some really stupid shit, I am more than willing to call him out on this as well. But just being able to take that time, and, and on the flip side, is like if you legitimately think that Trump would make a better president than, than Hillary Clinton, then by all means, make sure that you're, you're forming that as, as a educated opinion, and you do have your reasons for that, beyond just, well, because we got to go vote in Trump because terrorists, and he's the only one that's going to make America great again, and we got to make sure that we're standing behind him because no damn Clinton's ever going to keep us safe. Now it's finding myself real hard to get out of this voice. And also, though, if you are a listener that does legitimately support Trump, by all means, write in. Uh, I would love to hear these arguments, and I would love to discuss them beyond just insulting you. My apologies for any of our Southern listeners out there from the the previous accent. Uh, But that's all for me for today, guys. Again, of course, thank you so much for listening. Uh, If you do have any questions, comments, concerns, of course, write in to us at unfurled.net. That is us at unfurled.net. As always, my name is Carr. Thank you very much for listening, and enjoy the rest of Unfurled. Oh, boobies! I, no boobies. Wow. I, I banned them. You make me sad. No, no birds in here. You make oh, me. Wait. You make me sad. Boobicles. Never mind. Chesticles. <laughs> no, 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 no. Those are a different thing. Those, those are, are the, those are the thing that I not attracted to. <laughs> ball chinian. Uh, just balls where your tit should be doesn't seem that like. That sounds really gross. Actually, I'm, that, I'm that sh- does sound really, really gross. I'm sure it's it also been makes me wonder somewhere. if there's porn of it, and then the internet rules. Yeah, come there, to mind there, and there is porn of it. There is definitely porn of it. There's always porn of it. There is. There is. always is. It's, it's forever porn. Right. Um, just a, one quick thing that I did want to mention. Oh fuck. Oh, no, uh, please, no. no. I'm not going to talk about the. You, you get two minutes. It's not going to be the. It's insert year here thing all you over get, again that's okay good. here let me start a timer yes uh, <laughs> we're starting a no, timer no it's not i only I have two more days that, off that, that's something <laughs> that i'll message car about later um, but i did want to mention the rnc real quick because uh one thing that did happen there that i thought was fucking hilarious um was Thank during the uh, rnc um, their whole big theme is America and make America great and all that kind of shit all over again that they, you know, they're doing again. So one of the big things they had was the red, white, and blue, right? Huh. Yep. And, um, so they labeled their elevators, you know, red elevators, white elevators, and blue elevators. And, uh, people have kind of been taking a little offense to the great big sign with the arrow on it that says <laughs> white, white elevator. elevators. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is amazing. Okay. Yeah, they didn't think that one through. <laughs> it's, one of, it's one of those things where, uh, you know, it, it, like, I think it's kind of stupid to get actually offended over it. Because, I mean, it's red, white, and blue. There was obviously no actual racist intent here. No. 
but it, but is, it is fucking hilarious. Fucking hilarious. It would just be. It would be almost funnier if they just did red elevator, blue elevator, and nondescript color elevator. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> elevator. Yeah. <laughs> but um yeah it's just something i wanted to bring up because i thought it was fucking that hilarious is fucking funny it, it's one of those things where it's like you know yeah i get it you know and i get that you know there's also like no racism implied they, that's not what they meant but it's like at the same time you look at that and you're just like Really? Nobody so looked at, you know, <laughs> white elevators. And, and obviously someone's PR didn't sit down and go, <laughs> yeah. you know, maybe. I mean, it's the same people who released the Nintendo ads in uh, in Switzerland or wherever it was, where it was a white person holding a white DS standing over a black person with a black DS. And it says the power of white always dominates or something. Oh, right. <laughs> my God. You know, they weren't meaning it. And when they went out, they were like. No, wait, hold on. We take it back. We take it back. <laughs> it's the same slip. Uh, yeah. Oh, so I, I just wanted to mention that because I thought it was fucking hilarious. It's it's it just, just the way you... I actually kept an article from many, many years ago when I was a very young teenager. And the... It's it's actually for getting help with like under having an underdeveloped bladder as a kid. Okay. But here's what the ad read, and I forever kept this little, like, I ripped this ad out of a magazine, and it said, there's nothing worse than waking up cold, wet, and alone than waking up cold, wet, and surrounded by friends. Oh, <laughs> my <laughs> And I was like... <laughs> it's <laughs> just a sad kid like in the middle of it and i was just like that was not well, well thought Ew. out all right well we actually have one email a piece it, it says there's five but one of them came in twice ah uh, yes i was told by the person who sent that one to ignore the second if it does come in twice okay well so you can go first since you uh didn't. this one is from albino from about uh greetings the last guardian world of warcraft jack and dexter and goat simulator i i just want to say i highly approve of that that is amazing that you pegged all four of us literally yep like literally you pegged all four of us that's pretty hilarious so uh i've been a long time listener and i'm very glad uh you are back i just had a few questions for you uh, that you can either address on or off um I am writing you mostly due to United States of America on the brink of an apocalypse. Don't worry, though, even though this is because of the choice between crooked Hillary or insane Trump, the questions that follow are mostly non-political. One, most of you have mentioned you are in some sort of IT field. I was wondering what sort of certifications or degrees uh, you have that helped you get your current positions. Currently have a CompTIA A+. Certification, and I'm going into Networking Plus as well as Security Plus. Are there any others you would suggest uh, for those trying to get into such a field? Uh, yeah. Um, mainly not A+, plus, M+, plus, and S+. Plus. Get your CCNA, C... And well, if you're going into networking, get your CCNA and, and <laughs> yeah. stuff. Um, also, they, they did ask what qualifications we do have. Which is none. It's surprisingly I, I little. I, I have a, a Microsoft certified... I'm an MCS, not MCSA, MCP. I'm a Microsoft Certified Professional for Office 365, I think is what it is. Yep. Um, and I have a degree in computer information systems and business. How did those help me get my current position? None of them. Yep. <laughs> See, I, I work with millions of dollars of Cisco equipment, and I have a two-year diploma in software development. 
Yeah. So oh. it did practically nothing except for. Flip, 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 flip a sec. Or... Oh. 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 Okay. Ooh. Oh. Can you just? Oh. oh. you can't mark from here, can you? I. I think it's fine. Okay. We're, we're All good. Right, it's good. We see. Um, we see the sound wave. Yeah. We're yeah. fine. So like, right. he, here's the thing with IT is the certifications are appealing when you're entering. Yep. As soon as you've entered, no matter what vector you've gotten in, unless you are continuing development along a path that requires them, for example, in networking, trying to become a network architect, you're going to need them because people won't hire you without them. Yep. Um, but in most reality, of the time, you're not going to need them to change positions because your experience is there at that point. Yeah. In reality, your experience trumps all. Yeah. Uh, if you're looking to start out, though, yeah, like, pick your field first and then get your certification and in that field. In a, in a field as unregulated as IT, <clears throat> those qualifications do tend to matter very little when it comes to getting a full-time position. Yeah. yeah. If you are going in as an expert or a contractor, those qualifications become a lot more relevant. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, for me, the only reason I have the certification I have is because my work required it. Right. Yeah. I became an MCE like, because I was required to have it. We, we've also hired people with CCMPs that I have lasted longer than. Yep. Yep. Because, because they, I could do the job. They turned out to be stupid. Now, mind you, the uh, information you learn doing these certifications is valuable and yep. will make you appealing regardless. They are good for first impressions. Yep. yep. So having so, like a CCNA or an MCSA or right, whatever. The, the CompTIA, the A+, plus, the Networking+, plus, and the Security+, plus, that'll get you into an intro job for yeah. sure. It'll get you into like a typical tech support kind of situation. Yeah. Um, you, might, you might even be able to skip service desk, which I've been trying to do for 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> um, but. Yeah. yeah, I'd say that, I'd say that like the qualifications would always be like icing on the cake. Yeah, you yes, know, like the, the delicious cake part is the experience because experience always speaks volumes. Even when I was in trades, um, most of the time, pre-employment was laughable for most companies. They did not give a shit. The only thing they cared about is that you had a working attitude. You kind of knew what you were doing. You'd show up, do your job, mm -hmm. and learn. Yeah, that and that was one of the other things that I was talking about uh, on another episode where. The advice I gave him was, you know, just try and give half a shit about your job. The, like, the, the whole reason I even have my job now, one, I knew the guy that was doing half the hiring anyway, <laughs> um, told me I should go apply for this position. I laughed at him and applied anyway, but I was also researching my own stuff. Like I was going on to GitHub, learning how to use the repository so that I could get into like an open source program and actually learn and do something. Yeah, doing that's... something is the best impression you can make on an employer. Yep. If you can tell them what projects you're working on, how you are actively working towards improving your abilities and demonstrating your knowledge, that is the best thing you can do yep. for yourself. So... Question two. I really hate to ask this, but I'm considering fleeing the country after the election. <laughs> I don't blame you. Uh, with the choice between Satan and Satan, I I mean... Satan and Mecha Satan. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the you know, Darth Vader and fucking Palpatine. Fucking, I, I really don't blame you. Uh, but uh, do you know anyone hiring in IT, graphic design, or animation up there in Canada? Short answer, no. Not long, in Alberta. Long answer. No. No. <laughs> and um, third, also, if you're going to move up here, 
because of the result of the election, you should do it now because you want to be several months ahead of the people that are going yeah. to try afterwards. So, so first thing, it's going to take you at least a year before you're even considered for permanent residency. Uh, actually, um, I found out that's only if you're like marrying into the country. Oh, uh, and then <laughs> uh, so you'll have to go through it's that. It's still like three months, though. Yeah, you'll have to go through that till your application's processed. Then you're going to have to, you know, prove that you're worth Canada's time, which usually involves having some kind of degree go, or qualification. Go and look up the requirements because they're not, it's yeah. not just move to Canada to get a job. It's yeah. like you could apply for a temporary work visa. I think enough people do that, but there's also Those some. Those are not guaranteed. Yeah, well, They're not guaranteed, but there's also a good amount of requirements to them of which yeah. I'm not aware yeah. of what they are. So, yeah. And also with the oil thing kind of affecting Canada pretty terribly. Everyone's sort of laying off right now and mm-hmm. not hiring. So, yeah. Um, sorry to, you know, break your dreams, but yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> People think it's easy to get into Canada. It's not. Do your research. You really have to. I mean, um, sort of going back to the, the temporary work visa, um, we had one of our employees thrown out of the country. Yep. Right. He worked Actually, for us. He has a wife here, right? And they still deported him. Yep. And... On top of that, like we, you know, we just said goodbye to another friend up in Edmonton who got deported from the country. So, yeah. it's, so it's not easy. It's not easy. Research, being, research, research. Not easy being red and white. Um, three, I know you've probably gotten this too much already and I probably missed the episode or uh, missed an episode or two. But since you get to watch the chaos from the sidelines, what do you think of the current U.S. election? Also on the subject, what do you think uh, of how the U.S. has seemingly become more and more of an oligarchy Maybe good to get Carr's thoughts on this as well. I we talked about this in yeah, length. I, yeah, I'm a little tired episodes. of the subject. Just uh, you have what thirty, twenty, thirty yeah. some episodes. It's uh, it it feels yeah, like your an, your elections been going on for so goddamn <laughs> long. It has spanned several yeah. months of our podcast. You, you know how South Park like makes fun of things by making it just ridiculous. That is exactly what it's like watching <laughs> what's happening in the States. You, except you it's guys real. are a caricature of yourselves. Yeah. Watch an episode of South Park and that feeling of what the fuck that you get. That's how we feel watching the United well, States I mean, right fuck, now. Well, I mean, just go watch the fucking series they did on the election. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It turned into like an Ocean's 13 thing, which is more plausible than what the fuck <laughs> is going on now. An election oh. between a criminal and a racist. Yes. Uh, so, uh, personally, I'm voting third party since my state is not a sing- swing state. Anyways, uh, definitely, I recommend doing this. Uh, Jill Stein looks pretty sweet, so vote for her. Don't vote for these two fucking assholes. Um, pr- uh, thank you for your help and continuing to make a great show from your SoCal sunburnt albino Fox fan. Albino from about P.S. If anyone knows where, knows some place hiring full time in IT. Oh, that's like contact information. Uh, sorry, Roland. There are no games I could think of with ferrets. I had to go with genus rather than species. PPPS. Sorry for the grammatical errors. I did my best, but I tend to write the same way I speak. And PPPPS. Uh, also, sorry for the gratuitous amounts of postscripts. <laughs> I, I have to say, the fact that you still pegged Roland for an Otzel was, was good. I think that was close enough. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'm happy with that. Anyway. All right. What's the next one here? Shameless butt plug. This, this one's titled Shameless Plug. Uh, it's from Pup McFly. Good evening, that is, cast. That is an amazing name. Good evening, <laughs> cast of Unfurled. 
I very much enjoyed your podcast over the years. I even started back at episode zero. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Um, you, among other influences, have inspired myself and a friend to start our own podcast. Fuck, we're starting competition. We need to to stop. The, no, uh, do it. We're gonna crush your lemonade yeah. stand. Uh, I, I read oh, just for the record. I oh, read the ti- I read the title and then <laughs> guessed what they were about. Um, so they're starting their own podcast, the Padded Paw Podcast. Our focus is age play, kink, and furry. Um, our episode <laughs> zero is posted. Uh, as with your podcast, carries an eighteen plus warning. Episode one has been recorded and will be up soon. Our content is a bit diaper heavy. Uh, though we they always find me <laughs> you you wouldn't live in alberta would you uh, <laughs> um, there's a lot of them here uh though we are really trying to keep things well-rounded uh we would really appreciate a shout out we're starting with a pretty basic setup recording with our galaxy s7 and edited with gold wave that that's actually how unfurled north got recorded yeah fuck. <laughs> well uh, yeah on some on sort of galaxy phone yeah it was like a samsung i think it was a galaxy s7 yeah. or some shit fucking um, fo- like, it was like an s5 or, or something yeah it, yeah it wasn't that new yeah no, well because it hasn't been it happened like, like yeah the galaxy the s7 wasn't out three years ago yeah uh, I would be interested in any thoughts on our cast and setup you would have. Uh, they're on iTunes mm. under the Padded Paw Podcast. Uh, then it's got the, what is it? Podcastgarden.com slash podcast slash Padded Paw. From Puck, M- Pup, blah, 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 Pup, Mc- Puck McFly. Puck McFly. Uh, P.S. Go Team Mystic. Oh, uh, yeah. Hooray. No Team Mystic. Team Mystic. <laughs> You're Team Valor. I'm Team Valor. <laughs> All right. I don't so, a team yet. Well, we spent way too much money yeah, on our recording. Uh, we setup. are the wrong people to ask about uh, what my, your setup should be. My advice is this. Have fun first. Make sure you're enjoying doing it. If you enjoy doing it, then put money into it. We, yeah. we used the investment fallacy. <laughs> we well, decided that if we spent enough money on this podcast, that we would not let it die. And to be fair, fortunately, I is... mean, which is the same logic as let's have a child that will surely save this marriage <laughs> <laughs> or um, or I bought, you know, five hundred dollars in workout equipment so that I have to work out. Yeah, no, yeah. it doesn't work that way. Yeah. So yeah, get the routine down first. Honestly, or as you... inconsistent as we've been, though, we have not stopped. <laughs> um Though I will say as a quick, you know, little thing that you can save up for that would work quite well for podcasting, the Zoom uh, little um, teeny mics are also, actually I, pretty sweet. I, I would pose another question for you. I mean, we can also go and listen, but how many people are you? Yeah. If, yeah, if you are two, two or three people, you can get away with a lot of stuff, a little yeah. less than than what we've got. Yeah. I find that as soon as you reach, like, the three to four people, you start to have to, like, be able to cut individual people out. Yeah. So, like, the we have a Zoom H4N uh, that we use sometimes for little um, remote recording stuff. And it's also like, what we're using for the 8-Bit Animals thing. Uh, actually, if, if we're thinking about, like, budget podcasting, we use an H2, which is same brand, but an omnidirectional mic. Yeah. Yeah. I don't recommend it. I really didn't want to buy it, but the other guys were cheap. And so that's what we have. And it's kind of a pain in the ass to edit because Uh. (laughs) we have four people and one of them shouts. Yeah. So the, I like the H4N. It's got the bi-directional microphone. You can 
point it, you know, so sit one person on one side and another person on the other side, and it'll sort of go left to right, yeah, which you can, you can then mix with. down into mono. Or you could sort of like tilt it down, and then you both just sort of stand in front of it. Yeah. Sit so in front of it. It, it It's handy. Uh, it works. I think you can pick one up for like they're, 300, bucks, yeah. two to 300, depending on where you are and the deals on Amazon. Or, I mean, you could buy two or three, four cheap, like, USB mics. Yep. Yep. And use that. Honestly, like, we're not the, we're a bad example. But if you take a look, just don't look at just furry podcasts, but all podcasts, there are a lot of them out there that work on amazingly budget equipment. Blue Yeti. And, like, there there are plenty of failed podcasters looking to sell their Yetis and their (laughs) snowballs. Yeah. So just look up Kijiji. Yeah. Like, they're still, from what I can tell, they're insanely popular still. The the Yeti is not bad, and I know Car at Home has a uh, not the little not the snowflake, but the snowball. And I was playing around with that a little bit earlier just to test the quality. It's still good. It picks up yeah. every sound in your house. Well, but it's I've good. I've got a Yeti, and oh my god, the sensitivity on that thing. Yeah, yep. I'm like I I've got like headphones on, and I'm like the door is closed, and somebody like just kind of opens the door outside. I'm like ah, <laughs> <laughs> how do I turn that down? Anyway. Anyway. Yep. Roland, do a thing. Thursday night derp. From, why do I always get Eternal Squirrels emails? <laughs> lucky it's like, guy. This is like the third time in a row. Because, <laughs> because it loves you. Because luck. <sighs> you can read the other one if you want. We can make Adam read Eternal Squirrels. Is this one better? Oh, just I, I like read how we're now judging them. <laughs> I, I will read Eternal Squirrels. You love it. Uh, yeah. Sorry, Eternal Squirrel. We're not judging you, but we're judging you. Good evening, Tarozard, Spearouth, Bidoof, and Skiddo. I, I think they're meant to be Pokemons, but... They are. Uh, which one's Tarozard? That would be a Tauros and a Charizard oh. mixed together. Oh, I, oh. okay. I understand Because he's a bold dragon. Yeah. yeah. A Spearouth. Yeah, Spearouth. Okay. Because I'm a, I'm a cat and then bird. Bidoof, because Bidoof is this weird beaver looking thing. <laughs> That's And then Skiddo, which is. I don't know what the fuck a Skiddo is. It's a, a goat. You know, it's, it's, a goat. it's like an antelope goat no, thing. This, this oh, email okay. already gets a zero out of 13 because you easily could have used for it. I use. <laughs> fail. Five, five, out fail. <laughs> five out of no. seven. No. It it doesn't deserve an actual score. Five out of seven. Get zero out of seven. Meming intensifies. Read the email. Oh my god. The Edmonton Public Library is now offering free mobile internet. Mobile internet. <laughs> Neat. Uh, on Wednesday, the EPL began loading Wi-Fi hotspots with unlimited data to adult library card holders as a part of a two-year pilot program. Project will allow customers to access the internet through their devices using 40 hotspots. Customers able to put Wi-Fi spot on hold or borrow it up to three weeks. If the hotspot isn't returned on time, the full cost will be $210 prior to a customer's account. If the item is blah, 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 lost fee, overdue $1 per day, blah, blah, blah. Uh, as of 10.13 a.m. Thursday, there are already 230 holds placed for these devices. It will be interesting to see how many of these devices will go missing and when they do, how long they will cut off service. Or how long until they cut off service? I, I think this is amazing. Um, That's a neat Internet idea. accessibility is one of those things that I, I think 
more people need to focus on. And I honestly think that internet should be classified as a human right. Uh, but that's just me. Um, yeah, mm. I, I'm interested to see how many of them go missing. Human right is, yeah. The, I mean, everything operates online now. Everything, yeah. well, everything here. Yeah, the, well, I mean, I don't mean globally. Well, they, like see, in Canada, it should be considered so it should a, be human a Canadian right. right. Here's yeah. the thing, like, yes, sure, okay. So let's say like basic human necessity. Um, you can go to the library, sit down, and access the internet. Like the problem becomes how it's distributed. Well, and, and I'm not saying that it necessarily needs to change as far as distribution goes, but, but I, th- I mean, like, I'm not really I the person the to argue government- against this point. Yeah. I think nearly everything should be government regulated. Uh- <laughs> like it, it I, I thought about it today. I'm like, when I, there's, yeah, that and that and that and that and that. I'm like, everything should be regulated through the government. Yep. You're one of them big government liberals. I really fucking hate capitalism. (laughs) (laughs) It destroys lives. It it destroyed the Canadian telecommunications market. That's for sure. That that is for sure. It's destroyed the lives of the like average American people and uh, yeah, a lot of stuff. Yep. Anyway. Anyway, cool. Um, No, that is amazing. People will definitely mistreat them and break them and be pissed when they have to pay two hundred and ten dollars. However library attendance is going to be up like 200 percent. yeah let's all go to the library and catch pokemon well like i was driving by the um got a walmart next to my place there's a brand new (laughs) library there's a brand new new library in westbrook oh nice like it looks i didn't know they were still building those yeah right yeah they're still expanding them you're like wait they're still around i I went and they built a new one recently yeah because I wanted to go look at their audiobooks. Turns out they're, like, down 30%. I, I, I found out, apparently, you can get movies and video games from libraries. You can. You that, can. That's video a games? thing. Yeah, yeah. It, it depends on where Oh, you yeah, go. Hugo's House of Horror. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's more like, you know, like, Spyro 1. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> still, though, again, I, I'm surprised a great. game like Spyro 1 would even, like, still exist. I'm sure someone would just rent it and take it. Oh, Probably. The replacement cost is five dollars no, from the Walmart. Bin. I can tell you the replacement cost of those things is fucking expensive. So uh, let me double this. I worked for a library for I only worked there for like eight months, but uh, it was at the uh, the CBE Calgary uh, Board of Education. Board of Education. Thank you. Uh, but one of the things we had was uh, when items went missing, it listed their replacement cost and it broke it down as to why it was expensive. So say you take out a. $15 DVD from a uh, a library. And this is not just for us. It's for all of them. Um, on top of that $15, there is the right to lend uh, fees, right? That make it so that you not get hit with copyright infringement for lending out a DVD. It's like $160. Yep. And the, the library charges you the whole amount. So if you steal a, <laughs> a DVD from a library, it's fucking expensive. Don't well, do it. I'm aware. I rented a, I rented a movie and... Uh... Lost said movie, and they charged me like ninety dollars. Yeah, yeah, for said VHS. Yeah, for I, VHS. And ouch. then I found it and gave it back to them, and they were like, "Nope, nope, we charged <laughs> you already." We wrote it off. Yeah, I was like, "Well, fuck you." Yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, all right, let's let's finish our last email, and then I'm gonna go home and sleep. Mm-hmm. All right, our next email is from Loki. Greetings, cast of Unfurled. Greetings. 
Greetings. A silly thought came to mind the other day when I was listening to one of your latest uploads, and please don't ask me why it came to mind. Might have been your talk about abnormal foods a, a few episodes ago, so I thought it deserved some digital words. We all have our favorite things to eat for everyday meals and for a feast. So my question to the cast is as follows. What's your favorite typical everyday meal? What's your typical upscale or feast meal? And what's your favorite weekend dinner? Oh, I actually have the answers for all of this. Yeah. Uh, lately, my everyday meal, I've been eating fancy ramen. I <laughs> Fancy ramen? Well, I bought, ins- you can. I bought the instant That's ramen noodles, right? And what I do is I just throw away the little flavor pack that you get with it. And then I use my own beef stock. And I bought a thing of miso. And I make, like, beef miso ramen. And I have pork belly that I put in there that's really delicious. See, it's funny. I have similar but not quite methods to making ramen as you <laughs> when I decide to. Yeah. Because I will do, like, an egg drop thing oh, into yeah. the noodles. You fold them over. And then I've also got chicken stock to boil with the water and in addition to the packets. Yep. And, yep. Uh, yeah. Uh, what about your upscale meal? Uh, I've got chickens marinating in the freezer. So that's your, your that's your typical upscale meal. Mm-hmm. That's generally what you'll do. Yeah. And, and that's then your weekend favorite dinner. weekend dinner. Uh, I guess the chickens would be the weekend dinner. Yeah. So like, I think upscale is like fancier feast like. Oh. Right? When you can go yeah. and spend all the money. <laughs> As it, like chickens, not exactly inherently fancy. Hot pot would I think be my meal of choice right now or in a really huge charcuterie board mm, charcuterie is delicious it really depends because i don't really have a typical thing that i make if i want to make upscale food i do hell even when i was making tacos it was like a different taco <laughs> every time actually i think upscale is the only one i actually have an answer for so for me my everyday meal it's gonna sound weird but like eggs and bacon or eggs and sausage if i'm just looking to throw something together i throw on a couple eggs and i cook up some bacon because it's fucking easy and it's delicious um for feasts for me it's a a good steak dinner right you want a steak with a baked potato with all the fixins and you know some fancy vegetables i will pay a lot of money for a good steak um and for weekend dinners it's a roast right a good beef roast because it lasts forever and it's just it's so much more filling than what I normally get to cook. And they're easy as fuck. I, I feel so uncultured right now. Yeah. <laughs> Unco- this is all farmer food. Yeah, but like, yeah, my everyday meal. I mean, when it's not fast food, um, actually, coworkers got me into the habit of we go down to the um, sort of the, caf- the cafe just in the next the building next to us. Mm-hmm. And I usually get their their daily breakfast, which is hash browns, eggs, and uh, <clears throat> um, toast. Yeah, hash brown, eggs, toast, and sausage. My my upscale meal is prime rib, mashed potatoes, gravy. Mm-hmm. Delicious. It is the one thing that like I can never afford, but greatly appreciate. Uh, weekend meals. I don't know if I really have one. Probably Pizza 73. <laughs> hey, pizza is acceptable. Yep. Absolutely. Because I, it's leftovers for days. Yep. Yeah. I get to watch Adam do all his everyday meals. So. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, so I say for my everyday meal, um, 
Honestly, I really like burgers. I've been doing uh, lettuce wraps too uh, recently, which are really good. Burgers are awesome. Honestly, like I just, you know what? It seems boring, but I don't know. It's it's always really good. I put lots of veg in them. Mm -hmm. Um, They always smell delicious. So I usually try and swap them up and, you know, use a different like food vehicle or use something else. But you know what? The, The main thing is they're filling. They're fairly nutritious. I'm getting a little bit of everything in it. And... It's good. It's a good go-to. So um, I'd say, yeah, yeah, my burgers uh, for my typical everyday meal. Uh, my upscale meal, I love buying a ton of like kind of higher class like seafood and stuff like that and making my own sushi. That's oh, so much fun. Mm. And I make an ass ton of it, like a mountain of sushi, different kinds. Oh, and they last for like three or four days in the fridge, like the rice doesn't get weird like rice normally does when it gets cold. It's still, oh, it's super good. And there's always a ton of leftovers and you can't stop eating it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that would be my favorite upscale thing to do. And it's just, it's tons of fun to make too. Um, and my favorite weekend meal would probably be, uh, I like to make tacos a lot uh veggie tacos tacos so good. are so good you can get mm-hmm. uh this veggie ground round stuff uh made by eves and uh it tastes it tastes fairly close to ground beef it, i mean it's, it's one not... of those things where i'm always surprised at how good it is considering um, there's no meat in it quick thing if you're looking for something like that that isn't it's actually a lot cheaper than the eves stuff uh for uh like vegetable based protein that's sort of like ground beef uh, look at the, uh, what is it? It's like Red Mill TVP, uh, texturized ve- vegetable protein. Mm. It's actually what the Eve stuff is. The Eve stuff just has some flavoring in it. Um, mm. But the TVP, you buy it in a bag. It, it's like, it looks almost like uh, uh, almond meal. In yeah, a way. it'll be a powder, oh, yeah. right? It, well, it's not a powder. It's like this chunky, like, sort of tan-colored. Like coarse bread crumb kind yeah, of Yeah, it, it almost <laughs> looks like panko breadcrumbs. <laughs> Actually, like if I had to do, if I had to, you know, compare it, it'd be like panko breadcrumbs is sort of what it looks like. And yeah, you just add water in a pot and it, it rehydrates into protein. I think, I think that's my favorite part about the Eve stuff already too, is like, I'd love to try that stuff. That's stuff because it sounds great. But like, I mean, the, honestly, the Eve's ground round is only like three bucks. Oh really? For a packet, yeah. Like some of the some of that stuff gets stupid expensive. Like I won't buy like things like their uh, like falafel balls and stuff like that. Sometimes they're like six, seven bucks, and you're like, kiss the fattest part of my ass. But the the Eve's like ground round though at like three fifty or something like that. So for for seven dollars, I can make like a week's worth of tacos. Yeah, yeah, which is awesome. And then you just add your own spices and your own jazz into it. You can even get the regular. You can get the Italian flavored, the Mexican flavored stuff. It's and it's all pretty good. Yep, um, super good weekend meal. And then obviously pizza. Yeah, honestly, pizza, always. There's a CPU by the house there, and I have to stop myself so much to go there because <laughs> they their pizza is witchcraft. It is. <laughs> It is amazing. It's super filling, which is saying a lot for me. Um, and like, I'm always satisfied. I'm always like, that was a good pizza experience. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's my. Uh, there Delicious. You go. So what's the rest of email? Yum, 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 yum. And Loki writes, should be interesting to hear. For myself, I have to say it would be whale meat as a strong number one. What? I don't think I've ever eaten whale. What? 
I've had shark. That's and shark is pretty darn good. Don't, don't I, let the mascot whale meat. Is whale meat a thing? Yeah, of course is that it's a thing. Legal? I yeah. yeah yeah of course it's legal. Well, if eating horse meat is fairly legal, then it's probably just not um, as common here. But uh... yeah, and I'd say in Norway it'd be fairly. <laughs> um. So uh, if cooked properly, there is almost nothing better. But then we also have buckalo, I guess. And as I live in the hometown of clipfish, salted and dried cod, this is something I can never get enough of, but only really eat it as a treat. The best dinners are only best because one doesn't eat them every day, right? Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, If you guys are up for a challenge, let me introduce you to the Norwegian language. Oh, God. I'll provide you a phrase in Norwegian in the translation and we'll continue to do so in the future. Now, let's hear you guys speak Norwegian. This week's phrase is easy. All right. I'm going to attempt to not butcher this, so feel free to laugh at my shitty shitty Norwegian. Um, So, the, the phrase in English is, good day, how are you doing? And the Norwegian translation should be, good dag... Havorden har du det, I guess. Yeah, good dog. Good Vorden dog. Good dog. Vorden it could just be Vorden. Yeah, I think it's Vorden. Vorden har du det. Say it with like uh. this, the Swedish chef accent going on. Vorden har du det. Good dog. Vorden har du det. Let's just conflate Sweden and Norway together because that totally won't piss them off. By the, by the way, there that's a thing. And I have spoke about it before. How the Swedish chef is the Norwegian chef and the opposite because they were mad that they were like, the Swedish chef. So they made it like the Norwegian chef in Sweden. <laughs> yes, they did. They were, like, they were like, fuck you. That's not how we talk. This is how you talk. Yeah, that's what they did. That's oh, amazing. So I can look it up. It's hilarious. God. I was just like, well played. I mean, as long as you're sending us that shit, send us like sweet Norwegian swears. A, a decent phrase like like kindly go fuck yourself. <laughs> something uh, something nice but aggressive. Okay, in gaming related stuff, if we put aside all this Pokemon stuff for a little bit, okay. never. All right, just go over there. Okay, perfect. Um, what's your thought about Nintendo's upcoming release of the NES? Um, personally, I can't wait to get my hands on the golden classic Super Mario Brothers, The Legend of Zelda, The Adventure of Link, and many, 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 many more. That release will surely bring back memories from the childhood. <coughs> also, to all of you guys, but maybe especially to Vox, have you ever tried Ticket to Ride? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I own the classic, and, uh, it has enraged many a person. Uh, but it's a game that surprisingly doesn't end friendships no it's yeah. just competitive enough just during the game the friendships are off as soon as the game is done it seems to wisp away but uh a very horrible board game to not try if you know <laughs> a very nice board game to try if you haven't already because it is fun it's it gets very intense and very like yeah, uh, for, straight for up a game hate you. for a game about building trains, it's a lot of fun. It's uh, and it's it's fairly mostly fairly because aggressive. of how backstabby you can be. The intense <laughs> frustration you get when you're staring at the board and you can see the one route you need to complete all of your tickets, or and you, you know, can see the person beside you staring at the same place, and you're just going yeah. no. No, or or you're just no. trying not to stare at the place that you want to place oh, yeah. your rails. You're yeah. playing the avoidance. Play the, the misdirection. No, play the misdirection game. Like stare really intently at some other piece, yeah. and then someone buys it, and when you're like, 
fuck. <laughs> Fucking. Uh. Yeah, I've been there. Anyway. I suppose that will be it for this time. Keep practicing the, those Norwegian words. Kind regards from the land of seagulls and apparently 30 degrees. Loki. Yep. Also, we sort of ran over the what do we think about the mini NES. Um, I think it's cool because it's going to bring those games sort of back into the super mainstream for people to play again. I will say Nintendo is the master at reprinting the stuff they've already made money on to keep making money on it. Cause I mean, how many yep. times have they released these original classics? Well, they did it in the eighties and then on the Wii I think and the, the Wii U, the and other the game boy, the other really smart thing they actually did with this is, was that they made it a physical product. Yeah. That they didn't bad. release people. it as some bullshit on like the Wii store. Yeah. yeah. So and it comes the classic controllers on it too. So for me, I really don't care because I already have my emulator box. Yeah, that's the person that's like, not going to affect. Yeah. Speaking impartially, yeah, like, I mean, we were just talking about this. All of the, like, literally every Raspberry Pi owner and, like, <laughs> Arduino enthusiast are like, yeah, so. Yeah. yeah. But not everyone's willing to put up with that bullshit. And so I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. I think it's neat. I'm glad that they realize that there is a market for these older games and they're focusing more of their attention on them. Uh, if it works well, I mean, yeah. I think it's a cool idea. I don't know. There's nothing wrong with bringing back classics. It so. looks badass. So yeah. Anyway. All right. We've gone on long enough. We have, this is a long episode time for us to go the fuck to sleep. So go, go, go the, the fuck to sleep. Go <laughs> the fuck to sleep. The, the sun is setting in the sky. Go the fuck to sleep. Or, so, you know, stay up. Goodbye, stream people. Goodbye, listener people. We'll just goodbye all of you. Good night, Moon. We would I, like to thank no. Scream Fox. <laughs> yeah, I was like... Good, good night, and, Scream Fox. Uh, good night, Omari. Omari. <laughs> I, see, I see Scream Fox, and I see Omari. I see I dead see... people. No, 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 no. I see Casey, and I see Finn again. And I... No? No. No? No. No polka dot door. All right. Oh, my God. I, I have no idea what that what that is. I, I have no idea what she just said. Well, it's a, it's a educate kid show. you later. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, thank you to Screen Fox and Omari for the music and the icons, respectively. Thank you again to all of our patrons. Thank we you, love you, all you, of you. If you'd like to send us anything or find any of our contact information or find us on Twitter or YouTube or Patreon or any of that, links to our everything can be found on our webpage uh, unfurled.net we've got the contact form set up there or you can message us on twitter um uh you can also just send us an email to us at unfurled.net that's us at unfurled.net uh yeah go the fuck to sleep go the fuck to sleep here's a pocket knife and a tub of vaseline build your own empire it's time, <laughs> it's time to do things on your own <laughs> it's time to make it Make it out there in the big wide world. I don't know how you're going to do that with a pocket knife and a bucket of Vaseline. Maybe watch a lot of MacGyver. That would help. <laughs> the, the, the Vaseline will help the knife slide in. It will. It puts, stop it, 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 stop puts, it from rusting. It puts the Vaseline on its skin. Or else it gets the, the knife, knife again. again. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, sounds, that sounds really rapey. <laughs> I... Again, always again with the rape. Uh, Let's play the rape game. Uh, I don't really feel like it. That's the spirit. No, no, thank you. <laughs> again, that's the spirit. All right, bitches. 
go catch some fucking Pokemon. And then send them all to me! But until then... But the trading feature isn't out yet. Shh! Go the fuck to sleep. (laughs) Okay, save them for the day that's... That's allowable. All right. We miss you. And we love you. Maybe.